Welcome to our show, Holding Ground. My name is Laura Richer. I'm a psychotherapist and the owner of Anchorlight Therapy Collective in Seattle, Washington. Each week, I'm joined by another therapist from the Anchorlight team to tackle important topics in mental health and psychotherapy. Our goal is to promote well-being by normalizing mental health challenges. We are here holding ground for you every Tuesday morning at 9.30 a.m. on KKNW. Good morning. Welcome to Holding Ground. My name is Laura Richer. I'm the founder of Anchor Light Therapy Collective in Seattle, Washington. And today I'm here with my co-host, Michelle Mooney, who is a licensed trauma and couples therapist at Anchor Light as well. And we are here every Tuesday at 11.50 a.m. Talk Radio, but you can also find us anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. Um, just search for Holding Ground. So good morning, Michelle. Morning, Laura, and to our listeners, a uh, quick reminder as always, if you're looking for great content, uh, all things mental health related, you can find uh, past uh, podcast episodes as well as a lot of great blog information and of course, uh, an opportunity to schedule a consultation all on our website at anchorlighttherapy.com. Uh, so today's topic, we're going to do another two-parter, um, and this one is, uh, what do I do when I'm in a relationship, but I have feelings for somebody else? Um, so Laura, would you like to start us off and we'll dive into this topic? Absolutely. So when you have feelings first, or when you feel attraction or have feelings for somebody else, when you're in a long-term relationship, it can mean all kinds of different things. There's a whole spectrum of, of what this might be alerting you to. Um, so it's a very common, regardless of somebody's relationship status, that they might feel an attraction for another person, or they might feel like they have some sort of, um, fond feelings for another person or romantic feelings for another person. And this could really be either a physical attraction. It could also be an emotional attraction. Mm -hmm. um, and you might even feel like it's outside of your control. Like it's just something that all of a sudden there's this coworker that you find yourself thinking about more often um, than you would, than you feel comfortable with. Um, and so or you might be doing something like just, you know, you're on the bus on the way to work and you just notice somebody on the bus is really attractive. And then you feel guilty that you're having these thoughts because you really do care about your partner. All of that is normal. So we're all human. We can all notice who's attractive and who we find interesting and find appreciation for those, those people. But it's what you do with that, that impulse or that reaction that really speaks to what's going to happen next. So yeah. You always have a choice. You can acknowledge the emotions and say, well, I just noticed another attractive person out in the world and that's, mm -hmm. and I'm a human. And these are the kinds of things I notice. You can also increase your awareness around why you're feeling an emotional attractive, feeling emotionally attracted to somebody. Um, sometimes that can indicate or be kind of an alert that there's something missing in your relationship or there's a lack of connection and you're kind of feeling that you're, you're finding that feeling with another person. But like I said, really, you're, you're in control of what you want to do with this information. So Michelle, what do you tell clients to do if they notice that they're feeling attracted to someone else and they're in a relationship that they, they're not trying to end the relationship, that, right. but they're wondering, what does this all mean? 
Mm -hmm. Exactly. Well, and you're absolutely right that this will just happen, right? From a biological level, we're supposed to be attracted to people. Um, and so uh, it is what you do with it. And now if you don't have any intention of leaving your um, current relationship, um, then there is a lot that you can do to kind of explore what might be going on. So we want to explore those feelings. Um, so be curious about them um, before you were, you know, even consider taking some sort of step forward. Um, and these, you know, feelings, they can come out of nowhere, like you said, right? And it can make some folks feel excited, some folks confused, or then of course there could be folks who feel some shame around it, like you're saying, right? This guilt feeling around, gosh, I'm, I'm so in love with my partner, so attracted to my partner, and also maybe this other person on the bus doing the balloon animals, right? I mean, you you don't know. And so, but that doesn't mean we have to feel bad or shame because most likely your partner also finds other people attractive. And it, again, it's, it's what we do with it. So try not to disregard or suppress the emotions that go along with it. Um, you know, don't direct a negative attitude towards the emotions. And, you know, that's, that's a good rule of thumb across the board, um, because we don't want to increase the shame by, you know, experiencing the emotion and be like, bad, 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 you're a bad person, bad partner, right? We don't want to wrap this up in a negative narrative. Um, so um, because, then we can be more susceptible again to the shame, but also maybe making choices that damage the current relationship in ways that you're not even aware of. So we want to accept and explore and accepting does not mean you need to like the situation, um, but it can give you the space to focus on what you can control uh, what, rather than uh, just reacting in maybe unhelpful ways. Um, so there's a lot to be cautious about when we have feelings maybe for other people or attraction for other people. So what are some things we should be aware of and cautious about? Well, if you're hiding this and uh, you're feeling uncomfortable with it, you might want to ask why. Why do you feel the need to hide this? What is it about the situation that feels inappropriate to you? What boundaries do you feel like you're crossing? Like really, really kind of go dig deep and, and figure out what's going on within you that is triggering this response. Um, and again, like I said, you know, it's a normal to notice people who you think are attractive or or to feel fondness for people but if you if you feel like it crosses a boundary if you feel like my partner would be really uncomfortable with this then then you want to go a little bit uh deeper also maybe inquire you know some of the other about some of the other things is is triggering shame in you is it showing you something about your current relationship that needs to be addressed you know for example if I feel really comfortable talking to this person and yet I don't feel comfortable talking to my partner is this something mm -hmm. that you know, indicates to me that I should develop a, a relationship with another person? Or does it indicate that there's issues? This is showing me there's something I'm craving in my own relationship, and maybe I can focus my my attention there. Um, but I think mainly if you are trying to keep it a secret, if you feel shame about it, if you um, know that it's crossing a boundary in your relationship, that's when you want to pay close attention. Right, exactly. Yep. So Michelle, if we're, we want to kind of dig deep and figure out what's going on when these attractions come up and we're feeling uncomfortable, what are some questions we should ask about our motivations? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, um, some, some really great questions are, you know, am I doing this because of some sort of relationship anxiety or insecurity, which the last couple episodes we've been talking about those concepts of relationship insecurity and also what it means to have either like really uh, anxious feelings, whether they uh, or, um, make us feel like, oh gosh, this relationship is so close and uncomfortable, right? I'm becoming too engulfed or I'm so preoccupied with the fear that this person might leave me, right? So a lot of these anxious uh, uh, tendencies within relationships. So is that maybe one of the reasons, right? Does maybe having a plan B, so to speak, right, relieve some sort of uh, some of that anxiety? Um, the next thing we want to ask ourselves is, you know, what are you attracted to about this person, right? Is it they have great hair? Is it because, you know, you enjoy the way they dress? Or is it because, you know, uh, you really do look forward to spending time with this person and, you know, they make you laugh in a certain way, right? Then we get it more into, okay, it might be a little bit more here than just appreciating uh, aesthetics of somebody else. Um, ask yourself about the content of your thoughts and what about this person they tend to focus on. Um, so, you know, we can all kind of get into this fantasy headspace the same way we can with uh, any partner or any new partner. Um, so we also want to ask ourselves, like, is there actually benefit add um, by pursuing this attraction to this other person, right? Would this really go well? Is it really uh, worth uh, the risk that can come along with that? And we'll talk a little bit more later about some of the risks. Um, but uh, another reason or another thing to ask yourself is, am I doing this because it feels nice to be desired again? So kind of along with what you've been saying in terms of, is this putting a, a light on um, something that maybe you didn't realize was missing or that is a need that has been going unmet. So then when we feel desired by somebody else, if you know our partner never tells us we are attractive or maybe we don't have a physical relationship anymore, you know, we all want to be desired by our partners. And if that's missing and someone else is giving us some sort of feedback, right, in some sort of way that we're attractive or interesting, um, you know, we're we're going to like that if it's missing in our primary relationship. Um, so um also um asking yourself, can this need be met in, uh, independently, right? Is this a need that you can make uh, meet for yourself in some sort of way, whatever the need they're um, uh, uh, meeting, right? Can you do that yourself? Again, can your current partner do this? Um, and then another thing, like you said before, Laura, is, is this your new confidant, right? Are you going to this person to uh, tell, you know, your highs and lows and run things, uh, you know, um, by um, versus your partner, right? Uh, is that partner no longer that person? So a lot of things to inquire about. Yeah, and these can all mean a lot of different things. You know, one thing you mentioned about, you know, am I doing this because I feel insecure in the relationship? I think that sometimes people want, there's a sense that they want to kind of hedge their bets. If they have kind of another person on the periphery that somehow it wouldn't be as painful if their current relationship were to end. So it's kind of a defense mechanism. Mm -hmm. um, or, you know, the confident piece, confidant piece, it's normal to have relationships outside of your primary romantic relationship. People joke all the time about having like a work wife or a work husband, mm -hmm. or they have best friends. Mm -hmm. So it's really, you want to be asking yourself, would my partner feel like this causes, this crosses the boundaries that we've established in, in our relationship. And so if you know that 
hey, you know, maybe I don't really think I'm doing anything that's that's problematic, but at the same time, there's a part of you that knows that your partner really wouldn't be comfortable with. That's when you want to take a closer look. Yes, absolutely. So, Laura, can you uh, get more into what's the difference between physical attraction or something more? What, what should we pay attention to? So I think, you know, physical attraction can be um, a little more superficial. We're just looking at somebody physically and seeing and finding them attractive. Or it could be that we feel physically attracted to them because we really like their personality. Um, but I think that physical attraction, like we said, it's very unrealistic to think that you would never notice another attractive person out in the world just because you're in a relationship or that you wouldn't feel attraction towards another person. That everyone probably, no matter if you're in a long relationship, you're going to notice other people. That doesn't mean that you're necessarily acting on it, but... Mm -hmm. I had a client at one point say that she didn't feel her partner should ever, now that they were together, that he should never even notice another person, another mm. woman. And that if he did, that mean, meant he didn't love her. Mm. Um, and like you said, this is a biological response we have. It just means that he's a human. So that, you know, mm. that is, we want to have realistic expectations. Um, right. So when it feels like it's something more, um, it's, I think you might want to notice how much you're focusing on the attraction that you feel towards this person, maybe how much you're adjusting your behavior so that you can connect with this person, spend time with this person. Do you start to have um, fantasizes? Do you fantasize about leaving your relationship? Um, do you start thinking about crossing lines, uh, crossing boundaries that you've had established in your relationship? So it's one thing to notice and maybe feel kind of like a little giddy about like you've noticed somebody and, and, and there's kind of a uh, romantic energy and, and, and then you leave it at that, or are you actually pursuing what, mm -hmm. what you're attracted to? I think that's probably the main difference between just a physical attraction versus crossing the line over into it, into being something more. Yes. Yes, exactly. And, you know, aesthetic, uh, attractions do not have to lead into anything more. It doesn't necessarily have to be even a sexual attraction, right? We can appreciate the appearance of somebody, um, you know, and you're talking about, are we starting to go out of our way, um, in some sort of way to interact more with this person? And, you know, those could be subtle things to watch out for too. Oh, am I spending more time getting ready for work in the morning? Cause I know I have a meeting with so-and-so later on in the day, right? Am I walking down the hallway a different way than I normally would hoping, you know, that person, I catch their attention, right? These little um, micro things that can take place over time, uh, pay attention to those, right? Why are you dressing up more for work than maybe you would at home? for example, or, you know, on a date. Um, so um, all these little subtle signs. So, um, you know, and we keep coming back to this, but, you know, people may seek um, someone else uh, if they're unsatisfied in their current relationship. And again, that doesn't mean seeking them out for a new relationship. Um, but, you know, this really isn't because your partner is to blame. Um, you know, it's really a shared effort in any relationship to improve communication, work on our intimacy, and keep things fun and exciting. And that's not up to just one person. Now, if you're the only one in the relationship ever trying to do these things and your partner's not, right? then maybe, you know, that's something to look at. Um, however, um, you know, hopefully some of these needs could get met again in your relationship if you're both committed to uh, rekindling those things and maybe doing some couples therapy or retreat or whatever it might be to uh, reconnect. So, um, but there can be a lot of different reasons why we start to feel 
contracted to somebody else and um, because of changes in our relationship. So that can look like things like moving in together, right? The intensity of the relationship increases at that point and not always like for the greatest, right? It, it's a new experience. Um, so uh, aging is another one, right? The longer we're with our partner and aging process, um, that might, you know, be a reason that we start to, you know, feel attraction for somebody else you know, things like job changes or incorporating children into the family, um, long distance relationships, that can be a tricky one um, that we'll talk about a little bit later too. Um, if there's any sort of like trust injury as well, right? If there's hurt in your current relationship, that might be a motivator to uh, feel attracted to other people. Um, definitely a lack of sexual intimacy. Um, it's going to make sense that we're desiring other people and hopefully they're desiring us in some sort of way. Um, again, not that we're acting on it. Um, and then things like personal difficulties, right? So is there something coming up with you as an individual where that you might be trending towards more attraction for other people, right? And, and going to therapy or talking to friends and kind of being curious about, okay, exactly where is this coming from? And is this kind of my stuff to work on and maybe not even uh relationship stuff so um so laura what are um some indicators that okay now things are you know really starting to develop in a way that it could be tricky or troublesome yeah i think you know like we've said before here that it's if you're just noticing somebody or you feel like you just notice how attractive somebody is that's one thing but if you're actually feeling drawn to a specific person and it feels like you start to become invested in the relationship with that person or somehow this relationship is meeting a need that is not being met in your primary relationship and you're really engaged with this person to where where you could be moving forward in a way that would would cross the line in terms of the boundaries in your relationship that is probably where trouble can start and i think a lot of times when this happens where you start to feel a strong att attraction to somebody else is there's so many reasons why people who have kids, they're busy, they have big careers, life is a lot of like struggle and getting things done and getting by and doing chores on the weekend and all of that, that sometimes you aren't having fun with your partner anymore, or you're not having sex with your partner anymore, or it's just like the, the romance is not there. And so if you mm -hmm. notice you're really attracted to somebody else, you could also just take that as a signal that like, hey, I'm craving more romantic energy in my life. You know, maybe me and my partner need to go on a date, or maybe we need to, instead of just, you know, cleaning the garage on Saturday, maybe we should try to do <laughs> something that'll kind of create some more of that spark. Because mm -hmm. I do think a lot of times when people feel attraction to other people, they don't want to really leave their relationships and they feel confused by it. It's just that there is something inside of them that has been sparked through the interaction of this person. And usually it's a, some feeling of excitement or connection or, or being seen or, or being, you know, just getting attention. And that's something that maybe they're missing in their other relationship. And really a great place to direct that energy and that awareness is to, to say, okay, I'm really wanting some attention from my partner. Could we go on a date this weekend? Could we have a glass of wine after dinner and talk to each other? You know, whatever it is that, that feels like you can create some connection between each other, or maybe there's a lot of, you know, trust that's been lost or, or injuries, emotional injuries that have happened in the relationship. And maybe you need some therapy. Maybe there's some work to do so that you can reestablish your connection. Because I think if people ignore that piece of it, it's quite likely that the primary relationship is not going to make it. 
Yes, exactly. Right. All, all very good points. Um, so um, when we're talking about if we're looking for more emotional attraction or physical uh, intimacy, um, by asking yourself too, is this a nice distraction from, you know, maybe a rough patch that uh, you and your partner are going through, right? Maybe the transition into parenthood, or maybe one of you is going to further your education, uh, things like that, right? That, okay, we're, um, you know, is this just a distraction um, from the stress and the tension maybe of your current relationship versus something that you actually want as well? Um, so the same way we can have other healthy, unhealthy, I'm sorry, distractions from our relationship as well, right? Maybe we're spending too much time at the casino, right? Maybe we're, you know, just kind of zoning out on the couch every Saturday versus like really trying to have meaningful connection and fun with our partner. So, um, you know, uh, uh, yeah, so distraction um, from a rough patch, that's another thing to uh, pay attention to. Another great question you can ask yourself is, you know, consider, you know, if you were already feeling like you weren't entirely happy or maybe wanting to leave your relationship before these feelings happen, right? Because if you're already turning that way in your head, if your one foot was already out the door, you're really considering what life could look like without um, your partner, um, you know, it might be why you're starting to feel more attracted to people or at least more uh, inclined to engage with it. Um, so that's always something to pay attention to as well. Um, and, I, and I think it's important too to mention that, you know, when people have affairs or when they end relationships and leave for somebody else, it, I have probably never heard somebody say this came out of nowhere. Everything was going perfectly in my relationship, but then this other person crossed my path and I just decided to change courses and go with them. I've never heard anyone say that. It's always a lot of buildup to where before another person grabs somebody's interest. Maybe not always, but typically it is, you know, I, we... We haven't been connected for a long time. We don't talk. We argue all the time. We don't have sex. There's all these things that that make it the situation ripe for somebody to go, oh, wait, here's somebody who's paying attention to me. Here's somebody that listens to me. And then we have all the things that happen afterwards. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I will push back on that a little bit. I've seen it a few times on Lifetime movies. Um, <laughs> So that that's on lifetime movies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you meet your your true uh uh your yes. soulmate, even though you're already married. And yeah, so you know, there are there are contexts where you know this goes perfectly well, right? Which just is not uh the reality because there's a lot of logistical pieces to that, even if maybe you found your soulmate uh somewhere else outside of your relationship, right? It's not just like, all right, closing the door on that and engaging in this, right? There's a lot more uh considerations than that. But yeah, and you know, I think it's pretty common too that um, when uh, relationships develop out of affairs, not that every single one is bad or doesn't go well, there can be kind of then that insecurity or both bringing into it because if uh, we met because, um, you know, we were both stepping outside of the relationship, what's preventing my partner from maybe mm. doing that again? So that can be something that kind of rattles around in the back of people's brains. So there's already this kind of maybe uneasiness, um, which we might not really pay attention to in the beginning because oh, it just feels so good all these intoxicating wonderful uh new chemicals and so then then the reality sets in 
Yes. And I think that there's also kind of that like uh, rescue savior dynamic at play too. Uh, like I was so unhappy and then I met this person and they rescued me from all my problems. But then what happens is <laughs> I get into a relationship with them. And then we also have problems that people have. And then there's a big letdown that comes from that, that this, this idealized situation just really can't live up to what the, what the fantasy was around it. And so that's mm -hmm. oftentimes what people might experience as well. And, you know, this is not to blame the partner right. who gets left in a relationship because also the person who is pursuing other relationships outside could have all kinds of different mental health issues, attachment issues, insecurities, all kinds of reasons that don't really have it a lot to do with their partner mm -hmm. that cause them to seek validation outside of their relationship. However, I do think you, you see some you see, you're aware that some stuff is going on. There's usually a buildup to it. It's not like the Lifetime movie where it's like, <laughs> oh, I just realized even though this relationship was good, my soulmate just crossed my path. So I got to go. I don't think that right. is typically what we see. We accidentally got each other's coffee at the coffee counter. And, yeah. that, you know, <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> Take it away. Yeah. 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 Uh -huh. Well, Michelle, so we have talked a lot today about how you might uh, be attracted to somebody else if you were, even if you're in a long-term relationship and some of the lines that you might not want to cross or some of the questions you might want to ask each other or ask yourself if you find yourself in this situation. And we're out of time for today, but we are going to continue this conversation next week. Yes. Uh, next week, we'll explore more about what we do with the feelings and then also how to avoid these feelings uh, from developing into an affair. So yes, definitely tune in next week for part two. Thank you. Thanks for tuning into Holding Ground. You can hear us here every Tuesday morning at 9.30 a.m. on KKNW. I'm Laura Richard, at Anchor Light Therapy Collective. Find us online at anchorlighttherapy.com. And we'll see you next week.